Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and simplify. Welcome into the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and Show. Getting you set for the Peach Bowl. College football playoff semifinal matchup between number one LSU, number four Oklahoma in Atlanta, along with former LSU quarterback Herb Tyler, the Cajun Cannon Bobby Bear. I'm Christian Garrett. Come on out to 400 North Carrollton, Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics, and get all of your pregame munchies and food, soft drinks, beer, liquor, etc. All of your tailgating needs can be found right here at Rouse's before today's 3 o'clock kickoff between LSU and Oklahoma. And, fellas, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the big, is the big X factor. Coach O says he expects him to play. Uh, how effective will he be will be the question, Herb. So, look, first of all, we're finally here, man. I know. How long has it been, right? And um, <clears throat> at the beginning of the season, I talked about it, and I said that we're going to be in the college football playoffs, and here we are. We got our first opportunity against Oklahoma. Um, kind of going in, not not fully staffed, if you will, with not really truly knowing what, what – what, you know, Hilarious is going to bring. Right. But at the end of the day, I think I, I once, you know, Bobby, you asked me a question. Do I trust Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton? Well, guess what? I trust Jack Marucci, and I definitely trust Coach O just as much as I trust those guys, especially Jack Marucci. So well, if Jack says he can go, um, then I'm, I'm all for it. Well, the thing is, uh, it could be a game-time decision, yep. uh, and that's what Coach O is saying uh, when, on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But uh, it might be limited, but limited might be enough. When you're a two-touchdown favorite, you got to look at the big picture that uh, we expected to be in the championship yeah. game. Yep. And then you want him to be able to contribute uh, if, if that would occur. Yep. Yep. Now, well, with that being said, uh, we could do it by committee. I don't care if it's in uh, the, the highest profile, uh, profile a college program or the NFL. You could do it by committee. You look at the three running backs to replace them. Um, you look at freshmen, uh, I always love t- three names, Tyrion Davis-Price, yep. and then John Emery, and then redshirt freshman Chris Curry. Chris Curry yep. So if, if they're going to contribute, uh, and I think they can in the running game, now uh, the ball hits your hands, you got to catch it. But the one thing that uh, uh, the versatile skill set when you look at uh, Edwards Hilaire is that uh, pass protection. Pass protection, absolutely. When Oklahoma's bringing the house, do these running backs, when they're not out in the route, do they know who to pick up and, and get it done? So with that being said, uh, I think uh, that LSU can get it done and beat a team like Oklahoma. But when you look against Clemson and Ohio State, you might need Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yep. So the bottom line is uh, if, 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 he's, if he doesn't hurt himself to be able to contribute in a championship-type game, then you have to save him. What I mean by save him, you want him to play, but you don't want him – to feel like he has to help you win this particular game. Absolutely. Now, with that being said, Oklahoma shorthanded as well due to suspensions. Right, suspension I mean, and injury as well. Yeah, yeah, so really uh, shorthanded. So to me, it's it's, it's beyond a wash. You might say, oh, yeah. it's still in who, favor of LSU. Yes, Definitely. it's still Absolutely. in favor uh, yeah. of yes. LSU. So yeah. when I look at who's playing and who's not playing, you know what it's going to come down to. Uh, uh, Oklahoma has been uh, a turnover wagon, and what I mean by that. 
The Sooners have lost 10 fumbles. They've thrown eight interceptions. They've only forced 11 turnovers. They're minus seven in the turnover margin. And I'm looking at this. The game they lost to Kansas State, uh, the Sooners turned the ball over twice. Uh, so, you know, it's all about they want LSU to turn over the ball so they can create more possessions uh, for Jalen Hurts. Yep. Uh, now, if LSU's on the plus side, I, I don't see there's no way that they lose this game. Absolutely. No, I agree. I think that at the end of the day, LSU will cause a few turnovers. I think they're going to try to run Jalen Hurts as much as they can. Because um, he can run. And that's what he does best, in my opinion. And he's beaten LSU with his feet before. And they, they're going to try to take a page out of out of Ole Miss's book and try to run the quarterback. Our WWL Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll online at WWL.com. What's your prediction for LSU versus Oklahoma? LSU by seven or less. LSU by more than seven. Oklahoma by seven or less. Oklahoma more by more than seven. Look, I'm comfortable with LSU covering the 13 and a half points. I, I would be comfortable with, with LSU winning by 16 if the line was 16 Man, I points. don't care if they win by one point. That's all that matters. <laughs> I know what I'm saying, though. Is yeah, the, yeah. I just think LSU is that much better than Oklahoma. Yeah, the, the, the bottom line is you got to win to move on. Yeah. Uh, but, no, LSU is that much better than Oklahoma. I, I'm not being a homer about this, but nope. the bottom line is you just got to win the game. Throughout the, throughout the season, LSU has shown that they're the better team. He's Herb Tyler along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert. I'm Christian Garrick. We're at 400 North Carrollton, Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, 400 North Carrollton, Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics. Rouse's Markets has all your tailgating needs, platters, liquor, beer, soft drinks, chips, dips, and more for all of your celebrating. And, of course, welcome into the College football playoff semifinal matchup, LSU number one, Oklahoma number four, and, of course, Clemson and company. Clemson and uh, Ohio State get going today as well. Um, got a text here at 870-870. LSU wins, but my money is on Oklahoma. LSU does not cover 13-and-a-half. By the way, the over and under is 76. That shows you they uh, expect some points yeah. being scored in this ballgame. I think it's going to be under. You think it's going to be under? Yeah, I don't think Oklahoma's going to score that many. Well, so I you think, believe in this new defense, the, the, I do. I the think resurgence we'll of this 40, defense? I think we'll score 40, and Oklahoma scores 20, 24. Oh, well, the only thing is, uh, Herb, I'm, I'm going to challenge you on that one. Okay. That uh, Oklahoma, now this is I interesting because um, this goes back to 1980. Oklahoma uh, has 51 consecutive games which they put up at least 28 points. Right. You might say they're in the Big 12. So now, now think about that. 51 straight games. They've scored at least 28 points, the most since 1980. So, I don't know. Uh, to me, LSU's defense could still be getting the job done, and they might score they 31. They might score 30 points. I got 30, you. Uh, but, but I think LSU is scoring the 40s. Right. So, the bottom line is he's got to win. Uh, uh, listen, I am a Jalen Hurts fan. All I know is. I am as well. To be able to do what he did. Yes. It's like Russell Wilson. He said, well, what are you talking yeah, about? From when North you Carolina go State. North Carolina State to Wisconsin yep. to be the leader and they can trust, to go from Alabama to Oklahoma yep. and flip the script and they can count on you, listen, that, that, Herb, you know, quarter, that, that's special. And he's a special kid. I think Lincoln Riley is a special coach. He's a guy that can handle those types of players. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I also, I, I think, though, at the end of the day, the reason why I think that our defense will hold them to 20, 24 points and not 28 um, it's just the fact I think our defense has, has risen to the challenge the last 
three or four games, and I think they have a chip on the shoulder that they're playing with. And I also think that we have a team that's going into this Peach Bowl that is locked, focused, and centered on being great because what's, they know they have to be great in order to go to the next round. What's been the bugaboo for Jalen Hurts? What's been the bugaboo? It's fumbling, basically. That and accuracy. He's erratic at times. I, I, I'm not going to say that this year. I he's think he's been better, really good He's gotten better this as a passer, Christian. Uh, that that might yes. have been the case at Alabama. At Alabama, right. But, but at Oklahoma, I look at him. Uh, you got to be pretty accurate to throw for almost 3,700 yards. Right. But to me, you can't let him run. Because if he can run, then you're going to help. You, another element. Yeah, yeah. If he can run, you're going to help his passing game. Yep. And all, all I know is uh, that he scored uh, 51 touchdowns. That's a lot. <laughs> okay. That's like, doesn't he have a nose for the end zone? Absolutely. What, 51? If he had half of that, you would say he has a nose for the end zone. Yeah. So that's impressive. And I think the key is, and Ole Miss, I mean not Ole Miss, Oklahoma's looking at Ole Miss film and the certain yep. plays mm-hmm. and how can you get him in space. And uh, to me, Jalen Hurts will be successful today if he can run the ball. Now, if he cannot run then I think he might struggle as a passer. Now, now that's how they score 31 or more if yeah, right. Jalen Hurts can run the football. Yeah. Any concern from you guys about if you look at Oklahoma, you look at uh, Clemson, they've been here before. In other words, yeah. experience, playoff mm-hmm. experience, not necessarily amongst the players, but the preparation from the coaching staffs. Is there an advantage there, you think? I, I personally don't think that there is. I think that, I think that LSU has one of the best coaching staffs in the country, to be honest with you. And I think it's been proven over the course of the 2019 season. Now, what I will say, though, is how do you handle a bowl week-type preparation? That's the difference, right? You have a couple weeks off before you go to the, the bowl preparations. Um, that actual week when they came in on Monday in Atlanta, um, it's just, you know, how do you treat the players? Do you give them a, a curfew for the first two nights or you don't give them a curfew for the first two nights? You know, where do you practice? How often do you practice? What time do you practice? With all of the different things that was going on prior to them getting to Atlanta as far as the, the award ceremony for, for Joe and, 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 and Jamar and everybody else, I think that I think from what I've seen from afar that Coach O has done a tremendous job of handling the pressure of all of that. Well, and, and I look at uh, Oklahoma, and they are relevant because they are a playoff team, yep. uh, but they're like the Houston Texans in the NFL. Don't you view the Houston Texans as a playoff team? Yeah. But, but do you but, fear but, 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 but what do they win? Right, right. right. No, no, they're, they're going to yeah. get there. Yeah. But what do they win? Now, they're not relevant. They don't – listen, they get there so close but so far. Right. They do not win. That's why I look at Oklahoma that they are a formidable opponent, but what have they won? They haven't won anything. No. Do you, you guys think the C.D. Lamb matchup is going to be one for uh, – an issue for an LSU secondary? i tell you what, the kid – CeeDee Lamb is a beast, man. He is. Without a doubt. He is one, two, three receiver in the country, period. Um, now, I have watched him a little bit this year, and I've seen teams take him out of his game, though. And I don't know if that was due to the fact of, you know, Oklahoma trying to run the ball or them just not being able to get him the football in whatever capacity. However, what I will say, though, is Dave Aranda made note, and he made sure he let everybody know, that there's not going to be one guy that's going to travel all over the field to, to cover CeeDee Lamb. So what that tells me is that Coach Aranda has every trust in each one of his DBs to be able to cover him one-on-one. And they're going to have to because at the end of the day, like we said, I think that they're going to try to run Jalen Hurts right. as much as they can. So 
You have to play one-on-ones on the outside at that point. But right there, you know, Herbert, that's a great point because to me, you're going to need Christian uh, Fulton or Derek Stingley yep. uh, at times, okay, uh, you're on an island. Yep. Now, uh, can you hold your own? Uh, you don't want to do the same coverage or every snap, and you got to mix it up. But the reason why you can't always uh, double cover C.D. Lamb because uh, then you're vulnerable to the run, to the run game. Uh, yep. with Jalen Hurts. Now, uh, th- this is not um, something that's happened by accident. You look at these right under 60 catches, over 1,200 yards, 14 touchdowns. <laughs> so when you look at that, you got to, uh, like, it's a chess match. Yep. Uh, okay, you have single coverage. Can you win? And then at times, uh, can you win? And you should win when you have double coverage. <laughs> so it's trying to have the right defense on at the right time. Uh, you know, Dave Aranda versus Coach Raleigh. Do yep. you expect a lot of zone from, from LSU defense? Man, LSU's not too good in zone. They don't play uh, zone. Yeah, well, but, yeah, I mean, if no, you're no, facing no, a mobile quarterback, you, no, you want to no, play a lot of zone. No, no, no. You, you, spy, to, you spy him. No, the thing is you have to throw it out there. You can't be able to play man-to-man every, every snap. snap. Yeah, every now and then. Throw, throw every zone now there. and then yep. you have a zone. But you look at the, uh, God, I think it was the Georgia game. Right at the beginning of the game, the receiver missed the bomb. Yeah. They were in zone coverage. They were in zone. Were in zone. Uh, you got deep middle. You got to have deep middle. You can't let them get behind you. Right. So I think you got to mix it up. But LSU, if they're truly trying to get to that next level as a secondary to help Dave Aranda, kick ass in zone, not only man. Right. That's when you're like, whoa. Then a quarterback's looking like, man, they what awesome in zone. You know who's awesome in zone in the NFL level? Is the 49ers. You know, if you get to the point, like, you know, you got you don't want to be one-dimensional, whether it's zone right. man, man or zone, but you don't want it to be a liability. Right. That, that okay, if we're in zone, are you going to get exploited? You got to be able to handle man-to-man coverage because that's man versus man, but then you can't be pure because you will get beat by great athletes Absolutely. if you're purely man-to-man. Absolutely. So, Herb, you expect man with a spy? I, on, I expect man Lawrence? with a spy. I, I, think, I think you take Stevens or, or somebody – and you just you, – you have Jalen Hurt no matter where he goes. Jalen Hurts no matter where he goes, period. And, and then you got to make the tackle. And, and then you, you got to make you, the tackle. You can't let him juke you. Absol- take better absolutely, angles. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and you have to – you know, I, I think what's, that, what's also going to come into play is going to be our defensive line is pass rush. Hell, yeah. Can they, can they play in the backfield of Oklahoma? That's what's going to be key. And I'm looking forward to, to seeing the match up there and to see if, if, if you know, if, if Chase Hong can do something or whatever. Bobby Hebert of the Cajun Cannon, along with Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. We are at the 400 North Carrollton, Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics for the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. Along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. 400 North Carrollton, Rouse's Markets is where we are, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics, a.k.a. Rouse's Reservoir for Herb Tyler. This is where he does all his fishing. He doesn't go out and Salmon, fish. baby, salmon. Let's do it. He does do all those catches. Uh, Shrimp. But, but, you know, I wanted to bring this up because, um, you know, when you, when you look at, like, a winning quarterback, and, like, Herb Tyler uh, was a winner. I think I was a winner. Bobby you was know, a winner, uh, definitely. Uh, Art, listen, this is unbelievable about Jalen Hurts. You know, you talk about, like, a yep. Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts. In his career, he's 33-3 and as a starter, going back to even the two seats in Alabama. Yep. All I know is you're a quarterback and you're 33 and so, three. Yeah, that's so pretty lost impressive. Three games in four years, right? That's how you measure. Think about that. Wins and score. <laughs> yep. You lead your team to points. Amos Morale, the third, our WWL sports team member uh, up there in Atlanta. And Amos, game day's finally here. I'm sure 
you, you're certainly ready for this to kick off instead of all the hype leading into this one. Oh, yeah, no, definitely excited. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk all week. Uh, there's been a lot of, you know, back and forth about, you know, Oklahoma defense is fast. The LSU offense is historical. You know, and you're finally getting to see it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, definitely excited to get to the stadium. Amos, what's, what was the biggest storyline leading up? Was it Clyde Edwards-Alaire and his availability? I got to think that that was uh, definitely one of the bigger ones. Uh, another one that maybe didn't get as much attention, uh, you know, is Jalen Hurts and the fact that, you know, he had so much success at Alabama and now he's here, you know, another chance at the playoffs and a chance to potentially, uh, you know, lead a different team to the national title game. So those would, I'd say, the two biggest ones this week. Now, uh, Amos, uh, how do you view this game? And what I mean by that, you look at that's a lot of points. Anything, uh, you know, you look at, uh, you know, major college football or you look at the NFL, a double-digit favorite, uh, that's a lot of points. I'm looking at LSU ranking higher in Oklahoma for scoring offense. We're averaging right at 48 points a game, number three nationally. Well, Oklahoma is number five, averaging uh, 43. Now you might say SEC defenses versus the Big 12, but do you see that type of game maybe uh, – that, uh, I don't know, 40-some to 30-some? Or, or do you think Oklahoma-LSU has a chance uh, to reach their averages considering uh, that's a lot of points when you look at 48 points uh, averaged by LSU and 43 by Oklahoma? I'm going to see it being uh, low 40s for LSU, uh, mid-30s for Oklahoma. Uh, I think LSU has is, is got a, an advantage in depth. Uh, I think if you look at the starting lineup, you know, you're probably on par. There's, there's, you know, talent on both starting lines. But I think when LSU has the advantage is depth. And I think you're going to see some points in this game. Uh, you know, LSU's defense has been playing well, particularly these last couple games. But, you know, that uh, Oklahoma offense has some true playmakers. Uh, you look at CeeDee Lamb, a guy uh, even in the Big 12 championship game who was making, you know, short taking short passes and turning them into huge games. So uh, I think we're going to see some points today. Amos, um, you know, Oklahoma has a few players that's going to be suspended and one that's injured. How do you think that's going to affect them moving forward in this particular game? And what, what are you hearing out of Oklahoma's camp about how they're going to replace those guys? Well, uh, you know, one of the things that they, they talked about was, you know, having those guys out, uh, you know, they're treating it like they're injured. Uh, the only advantage is they knew the guys were going to be out. So they were preparing, uh, you know, some other guys, uh on that defensive line in particular. Uh, and, you know, they sort of the mindset of that Oklahoma defense is, uh, you know, to, to play as fast as possible. And, you know, they believe that if, you know, if they're running full speed uh, and, you know, giving their maximum effort on each play, uh, it's going to compensate in some ways for maybe not having the fastest guy out there, maybe not having the guy that, uh, you know, one of the suspended players is leading the team to tackles for loss. So maybe not having him out there, but if you give him maximum, maximum effort, uh, you know, you, you're going to be able to compensate for some of that. So uh, that's kind of the attitude they've had. That they're, uh, they're, they're thinking that they're going to be able to, to you know, kind of compensate for them just by uh, you know, putting some guys out there, and they know the guys that they're putting out there are going to be playing uh, at full speed. WWL's Amos Morale, the third in Atlanta, ahead of the Peach Bowl tonight, number one LSU, number four Oklahoma. And Amos, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, what do you expect to see out of him? Do you think he'll play? And if he does play, how much? Uh, I think we see him uh, put his uniform on. I, I think 
honestly, it would be a uh, – I think things would have to be going pretty poorly uh, in, in the pass protection game for us to see him play. Uh, I think um, – I think obviously he's going to want to play. Edward uh, Duran said it, but I mean the guys have practiced all week. Uh, yesterday they had a walkthrough, so you know he didn't practice then. Uh, he worked out with the trainers, I believe, on Thursday, and they said he was a little sore afterwards. So, I mean, I could see him suiting up, but I, I, it would not surprise me if a lot of this game, and honestly most of the game, we see the uh, that trio of freshman running backs that it's been talking about all week: uh, Tyreon Davis, Price, John Emery and uh, Chris Curry. Now, uh, you know, Amos, when you look at, uh, obviously, how they're going to spread the ball around and how explosive uh, it is fast-break offense, not necessarily uh, sustained drives, and that being the LSU Tigers. I thought this was interesting. When you look at LSU, has 60 touchdown drives of three minutes or less. Now, they've scored 78 offensive touchdowns, but 60 touchdowns, of three minutes uh, or less. That's like a blitzkrieg that all of a sudden Oklahoma might be like, what the hell just happened? Uh, that, and hopefully that'll continue because I think that that's been a big feather in LSU's cap, how explosive they've been when all of a sudden a team might have the momentum, but then they get gashed for those three or four play drives and, uh, and all of a sudden LSU has all the momentum. Well, yeah, and that's one of the reasons uh, this team has been able to get so many guys, uh, particularly the freshmen, uh, playing time this year because they're scoring so fast on defense. You've got to rotate a lot of guys in. So, I mean, I feel like they played almost all of their the freshmen that they brought in last year just because out of necessity they needed guys that were, uh, you know, not winded because the offense was scoring so fast. And then by the same token, that's one of the reasons, you know, they were able to, to get so many young guys in on offense because they were building these big leads by scoring quickly. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely think that that's one thing. And uh, we saw it in a, you know, a couple games this season, even in the Georgia game. Uh, you know, uh, Georgia made a play. LSU answered with a very quick touchdown and a big play. So, uh, you know, you've seen them be able to kind of swing momentum back whenever uh, something happens this season. Amos, what's been the conversation around Jalen Hurts in terms of from an LSU uh, defensive standpoint, whether the players or Coach Aranda, how they talked about maybe defending him and containing him? Well, one of the things that they're all talking about with Jalen uh, is the fact that the way Oklahoma uses him, that you know they've been putting him in situations that allow him to do what he does best, and uh, particularly with running the ball. I mean, obviously we know what he does as a passer. He's a very efficient passer. He's a guy that'll stand back there. He'll find his open receiver and you know allow them to make some big plays. But, I mean, he's rushed for, what, 1,200 yards this season uh, in double-digit touchdowns. So he's a guy that, you know, has really caught their attention from that particular aspect of uh, his game because Oklahoma has used him very effectively as a runner. And one of the things that a lot of the LSU players, defensive uh, players particularly, have said about, you know, watching Hurts on film is they're seeing that it's a, these are physical runs. You know, he'll get hit and he'll try to fight for those extra two and three yards. He's not uh, just going down. Uh, when he sees a guy near him. So, uh, they, you know, they're going to try to make sure he stays in front of him. And one of the things they did was watch a lot of that old Miss film because that quarterback there, uh, you know, uh, they ran similar style plays to Oklahoma, not the same, but similar. And that was a game where LSU defense was getting gashed by the quarterback. So they watched that to see what they did wrong there. So that's kind of been their attitude is, you know, we're not going to let him get these big plays. 
And, you know, uh, Amos, I think playing that quarterback position obviously is a lot of confidence. Uh, Joe Burrow being a Heisman winner, and you look at the role that he's on, and you bring up Jalen Hurts, and I'm telling you, and Herb can comment on this, this helps his confidence. And you might say, well, th that was at Alabama. But as an Alabama starter, he led the Clemson Tide to two win wins over the Tigers yep. in 16 and 17 before he transferred. So I just know as a quarterback, when you have past history and you go to bed at night and you have dreams and all, and you come away with big plays and you win, that does come into play that he's like, yeah, look at LSU. They're unbelievable. But you know what? I've had success against them in the past. I was able to beat them twice. So don't you think, I think from Jalen Hurts' perspective, that he's not coming in here half-stepping. He's got a ton of confidence. That, that, that I think he has a ton of confidence, exactly. And, and arguably, LSU's defense in those years, 16 and 17, was probably better than where we are this year. Yeah, great point, Herb. Amos Morale the third up there in Atlanta ahead of tonight's Peach Bowl between LSU and Oklahoma. Amos, anything else, man, before we let you run? Oh, man, no. Just uh, obviously the streets are filled with the uh, purple and gold Tiger fans. Yes. So uh, I like to hear that. that stadium uh, on TV. I'm expecting to see a lot of purple and gold snow seats on the uh, TV screens. Yep, yep. I hear you. I like to hear that. Amos Morale the third. Great job as always, man. Thanks, Amos. I appreciate it, guys. All right. Uh, you, know, you know, Oklahoma is last in the nation in penalty yards with 976 next to last in penalty, or excuse, penalty, yeah, penalty yards in penalty yards per game at 75.1 and 109 in the turnover margin in the country. So if they if they give LSU a bunch of free first downs and some turnovers, this game's going to be over it's gonna be and well. over fast. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Christian, that's why I said uh, you're a playoff team and, and you minus seven. Yeah. You, you would think they'd be plus seven. Right. But, no, that, that's how they lost to Kansas State. Like I said early, they turned the ball over a couple of times and – if you look at it, they have 10, uh, 10 fumbles, uh, 8 interceptions, and they forced only 11 turnovers. We cannot shoot ourselves in the foot because no. Oklahoma's defense has not been opportunistic. They have not forced turnovers, and they've turned over the ball. Hopefully that's the case today. Yeah, we've been really great at not turning the ball over as well as really good at taking it away. turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> so if we can continue that streak, we'll be fine. Because of the layoff, do you guys expect it? A slow start from both squads, or do you think it, it, it's not going to impact? It's not going to have that big of an impact. No, uh, I think it's just. Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's like a, a long uh, bye week. You know, you still practice. Two you're weeks. playing at a, a high level. Yep. So uh, to me, it, it actually helps you, and, and you might be a little antsy, um, and you know, you don't want to jump off sides because you're chomping at the bit to get going. Right. right. Uh, but, but but I think as players, you're almost welcome because. You, your body feels better. LSU's I mean, so there's no excuse. No, you're right. You're right. You're, you're a little bit more fresh. Yeah. And, and, and even mentally as well, too, because you're not going through the gauntlet of playing games each week. So you get to kind of relax a little bit, enjoy what's going on, and then you come back for something that's amazing. Well, game. I heard this interview uh, with Joe Burrow, and to show you the professional that he is, and understand what it even takes to go to the next level yeah, of the I NFL, yeah. it, it, is that you can watch all this film. You dot the I's and you cross the T's and all. You understand what Oklahoma's trying to do. Then all of a sudden, you go to the first couple of series. Man, what it's they're doing right now different. is not nothing that what I witnessed on film. film. So the one thing about LSU, they've been able to make game time adjustments and, 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 and been able to succeed is against that. Is that not what great coaching is, though? Yes. Being able to coach on the fly and when things are not going the way you think they should go and making in-game adjustments and 
also getting the players to buy into it and to be able to do it in the game. Being Look. able to coach it and adjust it and then during the game and, then, and then when you gather yourself at halftime. Yep. Oh, okay, this is what it looks like they're, how they're trying to stop us, vice versa, yep. or how they're trying to attack us with David Randa. And then that's why it's four quarters. Yep. It's not just um, even a bring of the Saints. Like last week, oh, the Hootah Nation. We look down 14 to 0. Oh, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. <laughs> but no, you still got yeah, yeah, the yeah. rest of the game. Come on, you got four quarters. Yeah. Slow your roll. All the great coaching staffs possess that ability to yep. adjust on the fly in game and also during halftime. I mean, you look at all, you look at you know who you consider great: Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, Coach O, and his staff. Look at the NFL: Sean Payton, um, yeah. Bill Belichick, look, Andy Reid. All those guys have all those staffs have yeah. that ability. I don't want to look in the rearview mirror too much, but that's one of the things that I thought that Les Miles was lacking when he was here. He wouldn't. He would be He's so bullheaded, and he would not change anything, not only in the game but from week to week. I mean, it's like. What are you doing? But at the well, end well, of the, the day, the bottom, line, the, the bottom line is uh, if it's third and 11, you can't run speed <laughs> option. <laughs> well, not just speed <laughs> option. You can't run a, a tall sweep either. He's Herb Tyler along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert. I'm Christian Garrick. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show live from Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics here on WWL. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show live from 400 North Carrollton, Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics. Mm-hmm. Get all of your tailgating needs right here at Rouse's Markets. Platters, liquor, beer, soft drinks, chips, dips, and more of the celebrating that should be on its way for an LSU victory and a ticket to the college football well, national championship. Well, it's definitely um, pregame celebrating as sure. well, okay? Yeah. Get your <laughs> pregame tailgating items and also be ready to celebrate a hopeful LSU victory tonight against yes. Oklahoma in the college football yes. semifinals. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. It comes down to, as we talked about, Jalen Hurts. But also, man, if, if LSU can pop the ball out, he's been prone to give it away and put it yes. on the ground. Yes, and that's been one of his downfalls this season is the fact that he's been fumbling the ball so much. But on the flip side of that, he's running the ball and getting tons of yardage as well as scoring touchdowns. So if we can, can, can be opportunistic and, and force turnovers, especially fumbles by Jalen Hurt, that will be great, and I think that we can. I think we will, too. A score prediction coming in at 45-23 LSU <coughs> win. 45-23 like doesn't, co- doesn't cover the, that's, uh, that's about where I am. the over and under, but it certainly covers the 13.5 points that LSU is favored by. That's about where I am, 45-23. I, like, I like that. I like that. See, I, so you I like 45-20. You believe – you're – all in on what we've seen recently, the improvement on defense. I am. I, I, I really am. Um, the layoff kind of scares me a little bit, but they played so impressively against Georgia in that championship game that, to me, it was just awesome. Like, I, I just – I feel that that's going to spill over to the college football playoffs, which would be tonight. See, something today. we talked about when LSU's defense was struggling, yeah. it, it came down to – Correctable things. Positioning, right? Angles. Angles. Just making tackles. At the Being end out of position at times. That's it. That's it. And it looks like those are corrected. And we'll they see if, if they are indeed corrected tonight. Yes. And and we're healthy, too. That's a good thing. I'm going to tell you. We have all of our starters out there that are going to be no nicks, no bruises, no nothing. Like Bobby was saying, you get these couple of weeks off and you get to heal a little bit. Man, you're chomping at the bit. You read it. You can't hold you back. It's right. like you know how when you come out the tunnel, and the coach yeah. is always like grabbing the players, and you can't wait to go. 
The yep. thing is, th- th- this you probably th- feel better than you did at any point at, during training camp. Oh, uh, uh, without a doubt, you got you got training camp, then you got the season. No, it is like a second season. That's why the playoffs. That's, that's why it's exactly imperative it again. The yes. Saints, if they can get a bye, right? I, I, I'm right. telling you, people don't think it makes a difference. It makes a difference. It, it makes a difference. But you know, when I look at this, also, when you look at the coaches and the coaching staffs. I mean, they both had utmost success, uh, yep. that being Coach O at LSU and that being uh, Coach uh, Lincoln Raleigh at Oklahoma. I, I give the nod to LSU staff, and I don't think I'm being a homer at this because I look at Coach O, 38-9 overall in the three-plus seasons. Yep. Uh, now he's 10-3 and three against top 10 teams. I'm looking at Lincoln Raleigh, 36-5 and five overall. So that's basically the same thing, and I've taken his first two teams when he took over to the Rose and Orange Bowls. So Oklahoma has not missed a beat since Lincoln Raleigh has taken over. Uh, since Bob Stoops, uh, you know, stepped uh, 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 step down. So, oh, what is Oklahoma going to do? Right. They, they, they might going. be even better. Right. I, I mean, there, when you some, consider, are, some fans are probably saying Bob Stoops who? Yeah, exactly. But, but look done. at the success Bob Stoops yeah. had, though. And then, look, if you look at the, the numbers you gave for Coach O was 10-3, and three, right? Yeah. And if you look at those three losses, who were they to? Two of them, at least, were against Alabama. Alabama. So, at least you got a, 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 you know, everybody else he can beat. And now, guess what happens this year? We beat Alabama and Nick Saban as well. So, moving forward, I think you're right. I think that one of the things that I've been so impressed with over the past three years is the fact that Coach O has done a phenomenal job of coaching. I remember when people were saying right next to me, oh, I don't know about this hire. I think right, this right. could be this. It could be that. That would think, be me. He's relax, talking about me. Relax. The one thing that he said Slow your roll. Relax. when he was hired, he said that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, which was what? Bring in the best coordinators that I could bring in and keep and bring in the best coaches and staff that I could bring in, along with some surprises that we didn't realize he was doing, like having John Robinson in as an assistant. That assistive. leadership. Right. You know, things like that and having people that he can lean on that's been in the game forever and, and that's played, played it and coached at a high level. And I think that will take Coach O to the very next level of upper echelon. Well, Let you me know be clear. What I've sh- come around. I've yes. come around. Yes, you have. I've, yes, I've you eaten have. crow, and I've said it publicly. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yeah, you have come around. And uh, to show you uh, who else <laughs> has come around, and uh, her brought up uh, John Robinson, uh, yep. you know, USC, what he did there. And it's all about uh, networking and building relationships. You know who's hanging around LSU? I, I think he was pretty good, Marcus, Marcus Allen. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, has nothing to do with LSU. No. Marcus no. Allen's on the bandwagon. Yes. And, and, you know, and the young players, they'll Google, they'll look, okay, Marcus Allen, who's this cat? Ooh. Whoa. He, no. He's pretty good. Yeah. Remember that game he had with the Raiders against the Redskins in the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Ran about 170-some <laughs> yards. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, they, they can look that up. One of my One hour in the books. Time. Two more to go here at the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.